Welcome back to Let's Talk Procurement, the only show you need to master the art of procurement. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Thanks for uh, for listening. Um, I'm here with my my colleague and uh, my co-host, Luke. And, and best friend. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. And uh, I'm also Luke, so Luke 1, Luke 2, whatever we want to go by. I mean, Luke I 1 and 10. It, yeah. Well, it makes it a little bit confusing, us both being called Luke. So I was thinking, what if... I changed my name to Max Power because I just think that's quite like a like maximum power. Like is actually yeah. It's like a cool. Well, I don't. Would it be a cool name? Maybe it would be a cool name, but I don't actually know. Now I've thought about it, I don't want to be called Max Power because right. <laughs> everyone just yeah. take the piss with me. Surely, is there actually a Max person called Max Power? Uh, no, there probably is. Um... Max. I, I guess just just here with the two Lukes, right? And <laughs> better, not yeah, Max. not Max. We can get there is a Max Power. Max Power is an English footballer who plays as a midfielder for Saudi. Oh, I can't say that name. A Saudi, <laughs> a Saudi club. I'll go and I'll go for it. Al Al Kassia. Almost said Al Kassadia there, but is it is Q A D. S-I-A-H No idea how to say that Anyway, we'll get Max Power on That'll be our um, That'll be our you know, Guest episode Yeah, but we, we need to I think we need to Maybe get some guests in at some point And, and Max Power, the famous footballer Is probably a good good start, right? Yeah, as long as he doesn't listen to this episode <laughs> I'm kind of thinking You don't want to be called Max Power But we'd love to have you on the show Yeah, there can only be one max power is basically what we're saying because you yeah. know if, if he's more max than you then you wouldn't be the maximum of the power yeah you should be low power or something like that yeah but yeah. um what are we talking about today then um we are talking about what are we allowed to swear well, we've swear we've sworn so much in the last episode so i'm gonna say we can um procurement fuck up is basically what we're doing today um which I'm going to take all the credit for this this segment as a apparent CEO of segmentation. Um, yeah, I've I've done a lot of a lot of preparation for this uh, for this episode. I've done about you know 25 minutes. That, well, that's going to be longer than the episode probably. But I, I mean, I'm I'm glad you've done some preparation for once. Um, yeah. Hopefully, it will show in in, in conversation. Um, I guess I guess a little spin off around. Um, procurement um, fuck ups as you called it is probably quite useful for helping helping uh, well keep up with procurement procurement news procurement examples and, and probably things you can use in your exams along the way hopefully yeah I mean obviously we're going to talk about what happened um, but we're also going to try and make it a little bit related to <laughs> to SIPs um, and yeah. I I guess you know at points talk about where it impacts SIPs topics but also more in a general procurement sense as well kind of how mistakes like these could potentially be avoided not saying that we wouldn't make the same mistakes but yeah stuff like that basically yeah okay well um where are we going today then so so what's the episode what's the episode all about then what's the uh, what's the fuck up the episode is um or should i do what well, should we do a dramatic we'll do a 
Right, cue the dramatic music. <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. On the 14th of February 2018, one man's dangerous actions almost caused the whole of the UK to fall into anarchy and chaos beyond belief. <laughs> I can't what? be serious at this. <laughs> what is In that voice? Early... It's, my, it's my announcer voice. Oh, okay, sorry. Carry my on. intro, my setting the scene voice, right? In the early hours of the morning, there was a collision involving a number of vehicles between junctions 2 and 3 of the M6 motorway near Rugby in the UK Midlands. Not long after that, there was another collision between two lorries near junction 1. And uh, you may ask yourself, why is this significant? Actually, well, hold on, no thinking about it, they would have clicked on this episode, so they'd probably know why it's significant. Um, Anyway, moving move on. Um, this location just happened to be near uh, DHL. Are we allowed to say DHL? I think we're allowed to say DHL. Well, yeah, it's in the news everywhere, so it's in. You just Google KFC chicken disaster, and it comes up straight away. But anyway, they had a warehouse there, um, and they recently got the contract to be the distributor of the KFC chicken. Um, and what happened after that was a clucking disaster. Oh yes, that's where the that one in. <laughs> that was twenty minutes of the of the twenty five. Just thinking of no, that. that um, but basically, what happened was um, uh, there was a shortage of chicken, and the crash thing happened on the fourteenth, and it started to affect the consumers on the sixteenth of February. It's going back to twenty eighteen. Um, so they they shut down some some locations um i stumbled across this uh article on the sun it's actually uh looking for something else but anyway i stumbled across this article um on the sun that said 700 of 870 uk stores had to shut which obviously quite a big quite a big impact um i did also come across in my in my long research as well it's a few dramatic reactions so i've got three three reactions I want to tell you about uh, one woman was having a rant and she was she was saying she had to go to Burger King and that was like the end of the world for her so maybe she was having an existential crisis <laughs> pause for laughter there like just lost our only only subscriber also uh, a Jesus parody account on Twitter tweeted stop sending prayers i'm trying to fix america and then i'll get to you it was also about the kfc chicken um and my probably my my favorite one was um tower hamlets met police put out a tweet saying uh, telling people to stop contacting them about the lack of chicken and this is their quote it's not a police matter if your favorite eatery is not serving the menu that you desire wow. <laughs> as if people actually phoned the police lot to complain about the lack of chicken um which is which is you know quite funny and puts the whole story into perspective yeah um, um is there anything around the actual impacts to kfc of this well it's funny you should say that um because obviously 700 out of 870 stores closed You've got the brand's reputational damage to both KFC and DHL. Um, and I don't know if you saw KFC's apology at the time, where they, they rearranged the letters KFC 
to spell F-C-K. <laughs> and then they put uh, a weird story. So I think, you know, not that we're talking about marketing or that we're a marketing podcast, but that was quite a good quite a good apology as apologies go. Bit of redemption for him there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then kind of moving on to how it was caused, I suppose this is like the kind of sips bit we're going to intertwine with the real life stuff. Um, so in my opinion, from my hours of research that I put into this, uh, I've got three kind of main factors which I think it was kind of resulted of. Um, so the first one is like a bit of a single distribution centre. So when they moved suppliers from the incumbent to the new one, uh, they previously had, I think, six distribution centres. And then DHL only had one in this one location. Um, so obviously that's a single point of failure and obviously consequences that could kind of show were sort of shown to the maximum with this one. Um, I guess where you can kind of put a bit of SIPS stuff into this as well is um, there's item kind of specific factors, I don't know what the actual official word for it is, but when you're handling food and distributing food, you've got to consider like contamination and handling considerations. So maybe it wouldn't have been financially viable in another setting. Maybe it was a better value to kind of have one distribution warehouse because then you can kind of pour all your resources and training into that one place. Less energy consumption, better for the environment sort of vibe. Yeah, um, and this specific warehouse, um, and this is maybe something that could be mentioned in other kind of examples, it's, um, it's in what I've found out. It's a golden triangle some people call it golden rectangle um but it's what? basically <laughs> stay with me on this one golden tri- let's call it a golden triangle um so it's an area of the midlands and it's really well known for having a high level of distribution centers basically um so it is the kind of triangle edges uh, Nottingham, Birmingham, Northampton, so that kind of area in the middle of the UK, um, which includes like Leicester, Rugby, Coventry. Rugby was where this DHL thing was. Yeah. Um, and apparently that area is within a four hour drive of 90% of the UK. So you can obviously imagine like that a lot of, yeah. yeah, a lot of places would have their warehouses there. So. If that, if those couple of junctions weren't blocked, you can see why a warehouse in that area makes sense for the DHL. I guess the only other thing is, what, why was it only KFC then? Um, were they involved in the crash? Was it? I don't know. Um, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe there was just other things that weren't weren't as high profile, or maybe other other companies had better contingency planning um, and their, their, maybe their supply chains didn't crack under the pressure yeah it could, could be yeah or not, not food related maybe um, could be any of that I suppose I know some some of the contracts have um, business continuity or what disaster recovery sort of yeah. um, schedules in them 
So that's probably something else to mention in, in the SIP's answer as well. Yeah. Could, I that, think yeah, could that have been planned for? It, I've actually taken that down as a note um, while you were talking. Um, it feels like there wasn't a contingency plan or, or a disaster recovery plan. I mean, it's a lot easier to implement a disaster recovery plan in a, let's say, you know, your server shut down. So you just trigger the, the backup servers. Um, whereas, I guess for food, you don't really have a stock of backup chicken. Um, in case your other chickens go, because then you'll just be killing two times the chickens that you need to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. They, they could have, you know, DHL could have perhaps had a secondary location that's outside of the golden triangle where they've got half of the stock or something like that. But I guess it's the balance of logistics versus the chances of something like this happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe maybe it comes into something before that because this warehouse was very new. I think it yeah. was like pretty much a brand new warehouse. So maybe they hadn't kind of thought about in the production of it, the exit routes and, you know, you know, if this road is blocked then can we go down a specific or can we build another highway in conjunction with, with another company and you know, all invest in something? I don't know if that's a bit of a, but it just shows you that kind of other things could have been done. Continuously yeah, sure. been put in place. There's always other things, isn't there? If you if you kind of go deep into it, um, who? So from your your hours and hours of research, who, who would you say kind of got the reputational damage from this disaster? Was it DHL or was it KFC? Um, well, politicians answer, but a bit of both, really. Um, obviously, KFC initially got it when the shortage happened. And then it kind of came to light that it was as a result of DHL only having one warehouse and kind of contract implementation teething problems, some people thought as well. Um, I guess DHL had only recently taken the contracts from the previous supplier, so you have to consider, was there any foul play going on? Could there have been... uh, Did a competitor sabotage the chicken truck? Maybe, maybe. (laughs) You don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's interesting to think about because you, you kind of, you remember this as the KFC disaster, right? You always think, yeah, oh, for sure. God, I couldn't have, I couldn't have a, a bargain bucket for like two days. Um, yeah, just absolutely tragic. And and you you kind of you remember it because it was KFC. You don't you don't kind of go, oh, that DHL delivery disaster. Did you think when you couldn't get a bargain bucket for two days? Did you think it was the start of the impeccablips? I messed that one up so bad. <laughs> that was awful. Um, I, I didn't think that because that was just terrible. I remember, I do remember being upset by it. Um, that the, the local KFC was affected. If if I was to use this as an exam, um, there's a couple of bits you kind of. It's kind of clear that they use like a just-in-time procurement ref, uh, delivery method. So delivering the chicken just in time for when it's needed to be cooked. Kind of, there's no back. Yes, they don't hold stores in there in their shops yeah there's no kind of store storage facilities there so it's very much in fry out it kind of makes sense in a food industry but equally if there's any delivery delays at all it affects all the customers so actually should they have some sort of buffer stock i mean they get enough customers so you think they could they could plan something like that um yeah and i suppose i guess a lot of a lot of their stores are franchised as well aren't they so yeah maybe they could say you know they could say oh we want our non-franchised stores to 
to have stock, but they don't, maybe don't have that same type of control in the contracts over the franchise one. I don't know how it works. Maybe. No, that's a, that's a good point. Um, I'm not sure about franchise contracts, but that's definitely something to consider. Um, the other thing, obviously, is the, the logistics side of things. You need to think about your warehouse planning. That's a DHL problem. But do the benefits of having a single distribution center in the Golden Triangle outweigh having two or three different distribution centers with, with stock throughout the UK? I know that we're very much on the topic of looking after the environment, you know, minimizing road travel, travel distance, and, and kind of energy usage and consumption. So actually, you can see why there is a big appeal to us to a single distribution center, less energy, um, if, especially if it's whatever you said, however many miles from most of the UK. Um, yeah, 40, um, f- sorry, four hour drive from 90% of the UK. Yeah, I mean, that's fairly reasonable, isn't it? If, uh, if you have one in Scotland, then it's probably not the same situation. Um, but yeah, if you're central, kind of makes sense. But equally, but then, then it, it's a consideration, right? Because you get an accident or a disaster and then you've got no ability to deliver. Yeah. If you've ever kind of driven up the M1 past that Northampton way or even going through Northampton, then you sort of see how many distribution centers there are. There's massive like Amazon ones and loads of other companies that like have their distribution centers right there. So if something did happen, then you can see why it would, you know, it could cause, you know, because how, how often would something like that happen where it's, you know, one of the biggest logistics centers in the world and two crashes happen at two junctions right next to it so they can't go anywhere yeah it's well it's unlikely but then that's why you you do your sort of impact assessments and your risk assessments to see what the likelihood is right um yeah and then you've got your mitigations in or you just you just kind of go oh well it's a risk that we're we're happy to run with because it's unlikely to happen a bit like people who live near volcanoes really yeah exactly so in terms of like sips topics then what do you what do you think well, I think apply to obviously warehousing. Yeah, warehousing. I think, um, which is is a module that comes up. I think it's level four and level five. There's a bit of warehousing. Um, again, procurement methods. So just in time procurement versus versus holding stock. Also, topics around actually supplier selection. Um, do we think in this instance that they KFC made the right decision to go with DHL? Uh, you could, you could pass it off as a teething issue or a contract handover issue or just uh, what do you call it force majeure so an act mm-hmm. of god that was just going to happen anyway um, and a one-off event um, did the contract have service level agreements you know delivery times is there is is KFC able to get service credits or, or some sort of compensation back depending on the contract um, there's sort of those unknowns, but you, you can reference the KFC example and just say, look, here's some of the unanswered questions, um, and perhaps, perhaps with some SIPs knowledge involved, this is this is where we could address it. Yeah, I, I guess in terms of things that could have potentially be done to smooth the transition between the two suppliers, which some people think is what kind of caused it. Um, Maybe an exit clause was needed to be set up from the original contract, like a transition plan type type of thing. 
yeah, I mean, you'd expect a, a transition plan to be agreed. I don't know if it happened or not, but that's the kind of what you'd like to see, um, sort of adequate handovers and enough time to prepare. It, it does feel to me a little bit like it was just unlucky um, to a yeah. degree. Um, these things do happen, but by way of contingency plan, what could you actually do other than having another another warehouse, another location, or perhaps a, a backup supplier? So maybe maybe DHL could use a different different mode of transport or something like that. You know, oh, the roads are shut, but I don't know, could they use a, a plane to get the chicken out and fly it to London or something like that? A drone. Um, drone, well, that's becoming big now, isn't it? Drone deliveries. Yeah, I mean, how many chickens could you carry in a drone? It's like it's a, it's a question you can never answer. Like, how long's a piece of string, or what came first, chicken or the egg? And how many chickens can you fit in a drone? That's that's right. One of life's mysteries. What's the size of your drone? If you ask me, I'd say I've got a big drone. Do you now? Slightly above average. Uh, <laughs> depends who you ask, but yeah, yeah. Personally, yeah. I mean, that is quite good that we kind of made it pretty much the way through the episode and not made a cock joke yeah no that's true uh, yeah, right a, whole, a whole a whole chicken episode there and uh, you got no cocktail right at the end not bad going eh yeah as it should be well I think yeah. it, the, the what's your title CEO of segmentation or something something like, like that um, yeah yourself self just week to week uh, how, how do you feel that that went really I think I think it's quite useful to talk through an example and yeah I mean I enjoyed it and at least 20 of those minutes were spent preparing all those uh, chicken jokes I don't think I came up with any of them on the spot maybe I did one of them can't remember now but yeah I, I thought it was I thought it was good um, and if you like these news episodes then please don't send us as much hate mail as you have been for the other ones Yep, feel free to well, feel free to like, subscribe, and comment if you can do any of that. Um, don't know yet because I haven't actually seen the platform, but hopefully you can do some of that stuff. If you can, and again, we should we should do another thing that we did in the first episode around you know share this with someone if you want to make their day as painful as yours because you hate them, or share this if you dropped your phone on the floor by accident today. They won't know okay, which one well, it is. If there's someone in your life who is trying to convert you to a vegetarian or a vegan, send them this episode. Yes. Sounds brilliant. Then uh, we'll be back soon with some more fuck-ups. See you later. Bye.